in episode 132. I don't need to make like drastic modifications and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun that way. And you, you once you kind of figure out like the the like oh what goes where, you can kind of like really you find some really great outfits, and it's super fun. I think like one experience, I went to meet with this like one person who was a crossdresser but wasn't dressed, and I was just like it was it felt a bit more impulsive than my usual. Yeah, I would like so, to. Know more. So it, it was pr- it was brought to my place in two separate suitcases because it's so heavy, um, okay. <laughs> and it's like I'll send you a photo of it later. But, Please. Um, now that's Claire back in part two of my curious conversation with her. If you enjoyed part one, well, you're in for a shocker with part two, especially with those clips you just heard. If you found the clips appealing, well, keep listening. We got a whole lot more Claire here in episode 132 of the Cross Yas podcast. So, you ready for part two? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast. Which is Elm here so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. It me, Giselle Mirasol. I cross-dress, I consider myself transgender, under the transgender umbrella, and I'll be your host and guide into this bizarre but lovely world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Still support the podcast by going to our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com. Click on our Patreon links that we've got bonus stuff for you to enjoy, and you can even find some Q&As we did with today's guest, Claire, and previous other guests as well. You can chat with me, Sierra, Claire, and other wonderful members of the Cross Yas community on our Cross Yas Confidential Discord, which is also available on our website for even more support. And finally, if you enjoyed Claire's story and have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender related, but you're worried because you don't think anyone cares, you're probably wondering, hmm, does anyone really want to hear my story? Well, duh. You know me, and you know the podcast. The answer is obviously a loud frickin' yes! Hit me up, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or you can chat me up on Discord, rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. I can't wait to hear from you. Back again with part two, you wonderful crossyas listener. If you listened to last week's Curious Convo episode with Claire in part one, You've learned that Claire is a 31-year-old, non-binary, gender-fluid cross-dresser who just moved to Portland, Oregon to explore more of her Claire self. She also just came out to her parents, her brother, which turned out overall okay, but luckily she's got such a great support system in her friends. In this episode, well, we dig a little deeper and find out more information about Claire and her sex life, her getting ready process, and what she wants to do with the future in Claire. I'll stop talking and just get the episode started. Here's part two of my curious conversation with Claire. Enjoy. Yeah, Mm. I think we're okay. Okay, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Is your washing machine ever going to be fixed? What's happening there? No, I mean, I don't know. I hope so one day. You know, it kind of sucks because I'm like, I got to (laughs) like clean a bunch of shit. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of cleaning up a bunch of shit, where do you do the most damage in the stores? Where does Claire do the most damage? <laughs> so my my like routine, myself, like my treacho self routine is I will swing by a target in a random mm-hmm. area um, mm. and 
try and find an old navy as well. And I will go to the clearance rack in Target to see what stuff they have on clearance. Looking for skirts mainly. Sometimes some cute tops might pop up that I might be into. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a dress or two. Old Navy? Holy shit. Girl, that shit, right? that place is awesome. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. It's insane. I feel like half of the store is always on clearance. At least the one I went to recently. It was just like all <laughs> clearance. I'm like, where the fuck is like what? what? <laughs> and the other, and you know, I just kind of like, I just go in guy mode. I just browse the racks and stuff and I'll just go try them on. Like I've stopped caring about it. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's great. I mean, tar- or was it like some of the stuff, some of the cutest shit I get from tar- uh, not Target, but Old Navy for like, like 15 bucks a dress maybe 13 Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. like really great dresses and i'm like all about it i mean maybe i'll venture into pants and like all those things i'll have to talk to maddie about like hip pads and stuff because like like the way i was shaped was from florida florida weather is where i really florida is where i really honed my craft if that makes sense (laughs) And so I really opted for a lot more minimalist on the, not minimalist per se, but like, how can I like really distill down my makeup routine? And also how can I go out wearing clothes that aren't like, I have to wear a pair of tights over them and this and that. I don't have to wear like a body shaper. I just want to like wear a dress, a something and this and that and like go out, you know, because otherwise I'd be dying. Did you own pads and stuff? Like, were you a shaper girl then? Too, like, I own pads, but I never mm-hmm. actually used. I like I've tried them on. I've worn them for like a, one or two photos, but that's about it. I I, I don't incorporate them into my routine. Mm, okay. You know? with, I mean, I I'm just like I'm just a high waist. You know, my secret is uh. just dressing my flabby body. Like it's it's like a not flabby, but it's it's a it's i just so like my thing is like high high waisted things high waisted skirts i think it's great because like you get something high waisted and flowy and it poops out just a tiny bit you know you can be bloated <laughs> as fuck and looking cute as hell it's it's like a secret it's like a fucking trade secret like once you realize your waist isn't where your your hips are like you just go a little higher like because a, a female waist is usually a little higher it's a game changer you know and like you find a-line clothes like it just flatter your body and you can just be like, wow, I, sh- I just ate a bunch of like Korean barbecue and I can still go out and like feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of your waist, are you a tuck or no tuck kind of girl? Depends. Not the hmm. underpants. Yeah, I was like, underpants. okay, so you're wearing yeah. deep ends. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either, but it depends. If I'm wearing, I had to tuck one time. I generally don't tuck actually. Just because uh, the clothes that I'm wearing aren't super tight, when I was mm. wearing like shorts for that pedal pub, I um, I wore like two pairs of underwear just to tuck it in a little bit better. And, you know, just because there might be like a little bit of a, a little, little outline there, but <laughs> not, not so much a tucker. No, not so much. Hmm. And then yeah. uh, as far as boobs, are, do you wear yeah. cutlets? Do you just wear padger bras? I'm just a cutlet gal. I've never advanced okay. further on like a lot of those things. I mean, I, I don't know. Like when it comes to, do I like, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never been like, I need big boobs. I'm just like, eh, you know, like a little petite <laughs> kind of boobs that kind of fit, my, you know, add, add a little shape to my body. I'm about it. Cause some people are all very focused on um, like having that like perfect proportions, but like 
that's mm-hmm. like based off of like some you know what is it what was that rap song where it's like 38 24 38 or some sh- something like that yeah uh, yeah uh baby got back yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like i don't know I, I i'm like when it comes to like passing too i think about this too like women come in all different shapes and sizes mm-hmm. like there's an ideal image from societal standpoints but there's a lot of differently shaped women you know as recent you know, as recent campaigns have you seen, like there's more body positivity. I think like, okay, well, I could have a like a swimmer's build, you know, you know like more broad mm-hmm. shoulders, more narrower hips. So like just work with what I got and I can still look good and I don't need to make like drastic modifications and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kinda it's kinda fun that way. And you, you once you kind of figure out like the the like oh what goes where you can kind of like really you find some really great outfits and it's super fun it is but the big one that we've mentioned and we've had uh hot topics on before are wigs yes what is your take on wigs i i am a, a believer in wigs just in the sense and i'm not that i'm not anti-wig or pro-wig i get it i understand why people don't like them i love wigs just because they bring about i don't know it like ties it all together you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's kind of it's like makeup you like (laughs) makeup's kind of funny because like once you're done you're like wow but in the like the in-between periods you kind of look like a ghost at some point you know like (laughs) when the liner's not on the eyes you're like i just look like all fucked up but (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. once you like kind of finish it off you're like wow it looks great and you put the wig on it's like you're locked in and you look so good. But, you know, I mean, you can, if you have, like... I've, like, looked at myself without a wig, too. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of, like, a cool, like... It's definitely... I could, like, definitely walk into a bar wearing, like, a full face of makeup and, like, have my hair, like, you know, short and stuff. And that could look mm-hmm. cool, too. But I think the wig just, like, adds another dimension. And I kind of, like... And, I, yeah, it's hot. It's... uh, It can get a little itchy. And, I mean, I have a big head, so, like, the wig barely fits on me, too. Like so like same yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's i don't even like uh hook it in the back it's just like those little hooks in the, for, Ugh, the back of the head are just hanging yeah. down the sides i'm like whatever fuck it <laughs> but like I, i'll wear a wig just because i think it just brings the whole thing together who knows i would love to like i would love to grow my hair out i think when i first moved to portland i'm like i'll grow out my hair and then like two like the, the hottest heat wave ever hit portland three record breaking temps in a row yeah what the and i fuck? was like Jeez. fuck this cut my hair <laughs> off it's so hot <laughs> like, no thank you so i mean you know i would like to I, I thought about it it's just getting past that like those hot awkward faces phases like hot hum- heat heat hot not like sexy hot i don't know maybe to the mm-hmm. beauties in the eye of the beholder so who knows this is true this is true <laughs> You have to pee yet? I was wondering. If no, I'm yet. actually doing okay. pretty good. Amazing, amazing! Yeah. All that coffee and still going. Well done, well done, well done. Where if you want to take next? a break, I could take a break too. I mean, oh I no, you're good, you're good. Okay. I don't know if I should wrap it up soon because I don't know. No worries. Every time. The uh, well, no, we'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, well, I don't know if you want to go there. Do you want to talk at all about your sexual experiences? As uh, let's as see, player? I <laughs> you know, that's that's what brings the yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I, I mean, I could, I could talk about something kind of funny. Ooh, let's but, do it. Get oh, there. Oh gosh, this We're is like a, this is a hot out the doors kind of one. Ooh, but yes. <laughs> this one, I mean, you know, I, I won't say the time frame or anything like that. But well, let me ask you this: Have you how many partners have you had, Claire? 
Oh, uh... let's start there. Let's start let's there. Answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm curious to ask the chat that so I can like get a more grounded answer. Oh, the, freaking what's her name? Maddie said she had 40. I was like, 40? 40? That's what, what I said. I was like, well, that's oh, amazing. Shit. Okay, well, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, um, I was like, I don't know, maybe like. 2030 i don't know i've never really i thought about it like maybe yeah. a couple months ago uh-huh. like, is that uh-huh. a lot? i don't know but you know i mean I, i'll um i'll meet with people dressed you know and it's it's very like it's it's very like uh not business i mean i, I get to know them try to understand them from you know where they're at and mm-hmm. like make sure they're not like uh, uh how do i describe it in a place that might endanger myself or you know that type mm-hmm. of stuff you you kind of do a little bit of a screen to get that they're not they're not going to kill me or anything like yeah. that yeah and so i've met with some people and you know it's all it's all been very cool i've always learned something new from each experience were there bad ones eh, maybe a handful of them were there like good ones there's a lot of great ones you know there were there neutral ones yeah Sure. What what distinguishes a good versus a bad? Yeah. Neutral like what, what what does that mean to you? Because someone's yeah. like that was a bad experience. You know, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like one experience, I went to meet with this like one person who was a cross dresser but wasn't dressed, and I was just like it was it felt a bit more impulsive than my usual, and I went to their place mm. and. I don't know. It was like really dirty. It wasn't like kind of dirty. It was like really dirty. There was like our dead roach on the floor. Okay. So, yeah. It like <laughs> skeeved me out. And like, I don't know. I hung out for a bit and like, I don't know. We did some stuff and I left there. Like, I, I don't know. I just felt awkward saying like getting there and then leaving. But like my therapist is like, you don't owe these people anything. You can literally just be like, if you're uncomfortable, just say no and leave. And I'm like, you're right. Exactly. You don't owe it yeah. anyone anything. What Before you leave, what does we did some stuff mean? Because that's very, <laughs> it's very vague. Oh, I mean, this might be, yeah, we, we, we like fooled around and stuff. But I think it, for me, it wasn't the comfort. Uh, it was sort of like the, like me not being attracted to the masculine image and stuff. And mm. I think it was more the environment that kind of threw me off of like it being like so dirty and I don't know. She was she was really nice, and I was just sort of like, this place is very like I'm. I can be pretty dirty too, but this was like another level, and I don't know. There was like a level of like, uh, like there's some like masculine pride in there from the person that I was like going to see, and it kind of like threw uh, me off of like, oh, you mm. know, like I got promoted and I'm making more money, and I'm like, that's fine, but like that, I don't that doesn't change my perception of you. Like, mm. you know, we don't need to talk about any of that. Like you're, I'm here already. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you, know, you don't right, have right. to like try and impress me, please don't. And I, and it's interesting getting that sort of perspective, you know, the feminine perspective of like, I'm already here. Like you don't have to try and impress me anymore. Maybe like not have a dead brooch on the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it didn't stop me. I mean, I'm fine. Did you hear my phone? So, <laughs> is, this, is this the hoarders one? Or the, yeah, the, the hoarders. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I'll share one. Oof. I'll share one. I was Ooh, with this yes. one yes. girl. Um, she was really nice. But it was just one of those like moments of like, I don't know if it's a good fit type of thing in terms of like personality. And she uh, she had a, she had a, a sex machine uh what yeah what is it what is what is it explain uh it's uh it's like a uh Uh, it's like a hydraulic type machine i don't know it's 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 just like this thing that pokes forward at variable speeds 
and it's like a big fucking setup. And I was like, you know, let's try it out. That sounds kind of fun. I mean, you know, I've never done that. Yeah, I just don't kill me with it. Uh, that would suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't want that in my obituary. Um, Killed but... by sex machine. Exactly. Yeah. That would be such a like hard way to like, yeah, I'll be known as killed by sex machine person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she came she came over we hung out she was cool but like you know small little things that just made me be like oh you know i don't know if it's like a good fit in terms of personality and it's just it was fine we there's some mutual stuff you know mutual play uh you know we we both had like i uh like what was it like this we we had you know we exchanged with like strap on and stuff just to like have fun with it and take the pressure off in some regards too and <laughs> There was just like a moment where um, I was talking to her and um, I don't know. She's just like, oh, I don't know. It's getting late. Maybe I should call off of work tomorrow. I'm like, and I'm like, a, I'm not like a workaholic, but I, I, I like, I don't call off of work. Like I will go to work even if I'm dead. But mm-hmm. like, I, I mean... I feel like I have pretty good work ethic in that regards. And I don't know their situation. They could have had a lot of reasons for it, but I don't know. They called off of work in front of me, but it was weird. Cause they were kind of like doing the, um, they're faking the sick voice. They're like, Oh, I can't come in. Cause I ate something. And it, I don't know. It felt weird. And then after that, they gave me like an okay sign. Like, yeah, I got it. Like, I don't know. It just like it, to me, it wasn't, it was, it felt immature, I guess, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just that kind of like, mm-hmm. like turned me off a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And, and so uh, I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's fine. You know, it's all good. Um, I actually told that story to my friend and this, at the time I wasn't, I was just like sitting there and stuff, but like my friend, my friend and I always have these, we just always like look at the humor in situations. And he's like, I'm just imagining you like being railed by this fuck machine on the floor while this person calls in and you're, you're sitting there just getting pounded by this like metal fucking jousting pole. And you're judging them. You're just sitting there like, Oh, just judging them as you're just getting railed. <laughs> like, Oh my God, that wasn't the case, but it would make oh, okay. like for a good, uh, that would make for a good sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> just like a moment of like you're you, you are judging them but like should you be judging them? <laughs> you know so i mean but she was really nice you know she was sweet but i you know it just wasn't a good fit in that regards huh. but i got i got to try something new that was kind of fun <laughs> interesting yeah. um i'm that's fascinating <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i could see I, her on top big reveal for like a first episode so you know <laughs> It's not that. I mean, my one of my first episodes. Well, no, no, it's not that bad. We, yeah, we've all had yeah. our our sexual experiences. Yeah, it's um, kind of funny. It, I, to me, it's more humorous than anything because, like, <laughs> that's a lot of work to buy it. Like, I, it was fun, but like, it wasn't fun enough for me to be like, I gotta go get one. Okay, so explain more of this machine. Like, what exactly? <laughs> what did you do with it? Was it she being real? Like, what? Yeah, I would like so, to know more. So it, it was pr- it was brought to my place in two separate suitcases because it's so heavy. Um, okay. <laughs> and it's like I'll send you a photo of it later, but um, it's like this like metal stand, and it's got like on these two metal legs like that have um you, you can like angle it up or down so you can like adjust the angle on these legs. 
uh, has like this like me mechanical device that basically I, I mean I'm not an engineer but like it just pushes it forward and pulls it back pushes it forward pulls it back at different speeds so there was like a little knob and so you know you kind of like you know oh I, I mean what happened was they, they were just showing me the device and I fell over and I, I happened to land on it and it was like oh no I don't hate it <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, you like, go, like you go in front wow. of it, uh, okay. you know, like on four on your fours, and you know you just you like guide it in, and then you start slow, and you you kind of like ramp it up. And I'm like, okay, just don't kill me. <laughs> it takes a lot of trust to use one of those, but okay, um, you know, it was it was fun. It was an experience. I, I don't like I said, it wasn't enough for me to be like I need to do that again. But it was really cool. It was neat. Right. So it was. She was using it on you, is what yes. we're saying. Yes. And you were on your fours, and you were like, yeah. "Oh, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. I like this." <laughs> and I mean, I'm huh. not afraid to admit that. Like, yeah, I liked it. It was fun. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so you're a big anal play fan, then? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely enjoy it. Um, it's, it's good time. Um, it's something I haven't really introduced into a lot of my relationships. So, hmm. like. Being able to say that is kind of like whoa, but I mean, I think the even today's modern man, you know, might enjoy a little bit of like anal play to a certain degree too. So I mean, it's just you just got to be hygienic about it and mm -hmm. cautious about it. You don't want to mm -hmm. give yourself mm -hmm. any tears, roids, you know, all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. hemorrhoids, mm -hmm. not steroids. Yeah, I was like, what are you putting up there? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you would put some steroids on inflamed hemorrhoids. Just just throwing that out there. There you go. Using the, that medical degree of yours, <laughs> incorporating it somehow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Are you are you are you? I guess willing to divulge that you've had like sexual relationships with men. Or, I mean, no? I mean, uh, technically, from a technical sense, yes. Uh, okay. Have I actively sought out like a masculine man? Actually, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone to some degree has been, you know, like maybe a cross dresser, before, you know, who I was, uh, how do I describe it? That, you know, I hung out with. And then maybe one time they came, like, there was someone that was a cross dresser. They came over later and they weren't dressed at times. But I didn't really, I mean, they were um, like dressed as a guy, but like, you know, they were, they had a lot of features that I found attractive about them in terms of like, you know, they had like, they were more soft, they had longer hair, but they're also like very, they're very caring and like really sweet, you know? And I, I thought that was like kind of nice. And and that, I do find that like trait of like attractive, like caring, empathetic, sweet people. Like, I'm like, okay, I could like, that's something I could see being like, that's an attractive trait. And a lot, oftentimes most, not most, but like guys don't often lead with that type of level of stuff because I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know, society is like, if you're super nice up front, maybe they're quote unquote nice guys and <laughs> quote, mm -hmm. you know, the negative mm -hmm. connotation of nice guys. But um, I, I don't know, but they were really nice. And, you know, after a while I was like, I could see myself being in that like position. I, you know, I wasn't not attracted to them, but I don't think it was the masculine aspect of them that was attractive. To right. It, it, I don't know if it's, maybe it's just me. I think Ryan talked a little bit about it or somebody talked about it yeah. where when I'm dressed, mm -hmm. I am more inclined or more, not more than likely, but I have this like need or it, it's more appealing to me to want to satisfy 
Oh. A man, a man, okay. but not not as much. I not it used to be there. Not yeah, as yeah. much. Now I was just like, nah. but I don't know yeah. if that's the same for you. Is that I true? could see that. I mean, I could yeah. understand that, and I I I could definitely like actually kind of agree with that in a lot of ways too, because it almost like makes you feel more feminine. Yeah, too. and it keeps the illusion, I guess. Yeah. Too, I, I can know, see that. Yeah. I, I actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, I lived in Australia for a couple months it was for study abroad in college and mm-hmm. i remember going over i actually learned a lot in australia and that's kind of like right after australia is when i like started like being like i'm gonna get better at makeup and this and that mm. but like australia's got a really big lgbt scene there and you know i didn't like fully dive into it but i remember like one of the nights i was out drinking and stuff i was at the bus stop in front of this place called the midnight shaft and it was just this gay <laughs> bar and i met this dude who was like like I told him my story and how I dressed and I just felt more comfortable that he wouldn't be judgy. Cause it's, you know, such an open, like very accepting space. And he's like, Oh yeah, come on in for a, you know, like a drink and stuff. And I wouldn't say maybe that was my first time in a gay bar, but you know, I mean, I didn't, I never took, I didn't have that level of masculinity of like, Oh, don't, don't look at me, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you trying to, yeah. what are you trying to say? Like, no, it wasn't like that. I was just like, they're cool. And they think I'm cool, and I, I respect that. And we're and him and I, we were we became we're, we're still really good friends, and we keep in touch. And he kind of showed me around, like you know, the gay bar, and that's when I learned. I mean, I don't think it's an every gay bar type thing, but the, over there at least, they had like shirtless o'clock, is what I like to call it, where all the dudes would take off their shirts. And like, I met some of those friends who are like, "Oh yeah, I lost my shirt here last time." I'm like, "That happens, like what?" <laughs> and like, you know, I mean. But through that, I've met like other cross-dressers in Australia and stuff. And I remember talking to them one about being with like a guy and they were saying um, like, yeah, like I've been with men before. It makes you feel like way more feminine, but I'm not really attracted to guys. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that too. And I mean, have I thought about like testing that out for a bit? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it seems more scary though, because I feel like being with a guy, there's a level that of understanding that they may not understand. And that mm. like kind of makes me concerned about my safety in some ways. Not trying to say all right. guys are like creeps or anything, but or or predators. But like it's it's there's a level of vulnerability that you kind of have to accept. I feel like to do that yeah. kind of thing. And like I don't think my own sort of like urges have pushed me in that direction yet. I'm curious to try it. You know, I'm not open to it. I'm not going to say I'll never do it, but it's it's definitely like. It's it's like a new step for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've made many steps. It's all. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all baby steps to get to where I am today. It took a lot of work and a lot of like going against the grain. And you know, any girls that I talk to now, I'm like, who have questions or concerns about that or anything like that, I'm like, hey, you should really try and tackle this. You know, obviously take it at your own pace. Everyone's journey's different. Just because you're here or there doesn't mean you're not valid. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just, you have to recognize that it's there and recognize that you have to figure that out. Very true. Very true. Is there, since you've gotten to this point in your, in your life, are there any regrets that you've had in your life or anything you would wish you'd done um, differently? I mean, without, I would say like, I mean, obviously the biggest regrets are just like, you know, I kind of wish I found this sooner, you know, that'd be fucking cool just to be like, you know, comfortable with myself at an earlier age that would be really nice um you know is it am i mean am i do i sit where i am today and have regrets like that not necessarily i'm very happy for how far i've come mm-hmm. and 
I mean, maybe if things were different, you know, I may not be where I am today too. You know, not in like a life thing, but like as in like a, as far as I, I, I don't know if I would have come as far as I have come at this point. Like I'm very happy with the progress I've made and, you know, the understanding of myself uh, that I've made to get to where I am today. So, you know, I'm, I, I don't really have huge regrets, but you know, part, something is like always like, why couldn't it have, it could have, I wish it happened sooner, but to get to where I am took a lot of work. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and what do you, where do you see yourself as Claire in like five to 10 years? What do you want to do with Claire in, in the future? We'll see. I mean, right now I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just uh, exploring more of like, you know, my Claire side and incorporating elements of it into just my guy side in the sense of like, just being more open and honest about it and, you know, being able to talk about makeup, clothes, whatever, while dressed as a guy and not, or even hang out with other people as a guy while they're dressed and not mm -hmm. feel like uncomfortable about it. When I say uncomfortable, it's more of like myself not feeling comfortable, like, cause I want to like match the other person versus like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm seen out with a person who is, you know, wearing clothes that aren't for their assigned birth gender i don't give a shit about that like i will like yeah. jump to their defense if someone tries to like anything with them but like for me you know it's more on my own side of like oh i wish i was dressed too but you know that's fine you know and, and like putting myself out there in those scenarios like seeing how i navigate it because it is like showing a new it's it's a little level of it's a small level of vulnerability of like being able to just present your guy side to someone who only knows your female side. You know, it's like the inver it's like a reverse problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, who knows what the future holds? Well, maybe I'll be clear full time. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be a mixture of both all the time. And that's fine too. You know, it's just kind of figuring out what it means. True. True. True, true. Yeah, I mean, your progress so far, you've moved. Sorry, Kirsten's making beans. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for the beans to be grinded. Hold on. It's okay. They sound good. Um, We bought a grinder. Oh. Speaking of grinder. <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I mean, hey, honestly, grinder's good to find other crossdressers. Wait, have you, you found know. you found other crossdressers? Tons. Via, grinder? Oh. Tons. That life, Explain. I feel like, is kind of slow. Grinder is a bit of if you're able to ignore 99% of the messages you receive, then you'll probably be good because I don't engage with anyone that I don't want to talk to at all. And so Ooh. my method of using Grinder is just trying to find other gals in the area, local, whether this or here or there, and just like, you know, being like, hey, what's up? I want to make friends, you know, and I mean, I've had pretty good success with it, actually. You just have to talk to them for a bit and kind of see if they're trying to have sex with you or they're cool with being friends you know you know like because because sometimes you'll there is a part of a conversation where i'm talking to them like okay so like what brings you on this app like why are you here what are your goals you know and then they'll say like oh i'm here to find a girlfriend or i'm here to friends with benefits or just friends and i'm like okay you know if you want to just be friends that's cool too if you want to be friends with benefits that's cool too you know we can try it out but like you have to kind of figure out what their motive is because if you're like oh let's hang out and they're like oh yeah i can't wait and like i don't know you get that vibe maybe you're like i don't think they get the right idea here wait so, so. grinder is not just an 
honestly, I just thought it was just an app for gay men, but it's no, it's more than no. That. They have a whole like um tra- looking. So let me pull mine up here. They have like a whole thing on there for like trans. They have a whole trans thing on there, and it's like they have filters of age, looking for. And in the looking for sections, you have chats, dates, friends, networking, right now, relationship, non-specified. And then you have tribes. And they have like a ton of tribes, like bear, daddy, discreet, geek. But then trans is in one of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's actually really good to find like local gals. Like that's how I found a lot of like local gals back in um, Florida. I uh, I think FetLife is fine. It can be slow at times, though. But Grinder, like you, you can talk and you can meet and you have a good discussion then and there. And you know, sometimes it dips into something else, like the horny, horny territory. But like, it depends on what you want from it. Hmm. Didn't even know. I, I immediately assumed it was just a, a fucking app. Like it wasn't even no. a dating app. You would just really. That was the, no. that was the the um, I guess the connotation that I always had heard when I heard with Grinder because my gay friends you would use it. My gay oh, male yeah. friends would always. Oh yeah, but I, I mean, I didn't respond to it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. But I'd say, I mean, I think it's pretty good because maybe you'll meet some people uh, at their horniest. But like, also, <laughs> if you want to be like friends with them and they're open and receptive to that, you know, you really I've surprisingly like made a lot of like random friends off of Grinder that have like given me like suggestions of places to go around here. That's how I found like this really hot, like the cool EDM scene in in uh, Portland because like I, yes. I like that kind of music and. You know, yes. this person's like, oh, you got to go here, follow this person, follow this person. This is my fucking passion. I love this stuff. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, and then I went to like a freaking EDM show in the middle of the woods on like a Wednesday night. I'm like, what the nice. fuck? This is cool. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, you find like little things and, you know, as long as you're you have a, you know, you're approachable and you ignore 99 other percent of the messages on Grinder because you're oftentimes greeted with um you know, uh, phallic images and, or you just don't respond and you get the, some people resp- like messaging you every day, like, Hey, how are you? Hi, hi, hi. What are you doing today? How are you today? You know, I'm like, oh, just, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. You know, we don't, <laughs> I just don't respond to those, you know? And you, you, you kind of see the ugly side of like horny masculinity, which is like, Oh, hi. Hey, am I not good enough for you? You know, uh, fuck nice you guys. anyways. Uh, like, oh, nice God, guys. it's the worst. It's like, oh, I haven't yeah. even responded. What if I was just not at my phone and you're like just shooting yourself in the own foot? Like, that's not good. Those people yeah. scare me the most because it's like they're blaming me for their for literally nothing. Yeah, their own insecurities. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't. The thing is, like, I don't owe it. I don't ha- owe anyone a response. I'm just there to do my thing and like mind my own business. Like, I'm not there to entertain someone's um you know desires or anything i'm just there to find my you know figure out my stuff my stuff out and meet some people who are cool and not <laughs> not looking at me like a piece of meat i mean mm-hmm. some people can but you know like do a wait, piece do you... of meat with character oh yeah we everyone loves pieces of meats with character yeah <laughs> you wait, know with a personality do you like do you like being objectified in, no. in a way when no you're not oh, okay. i mean i don't know no no not so much like a no I mean, I th- I definitely think I'm like a I definitely think I'm like a little hottie, and I think I'm yes. like attractive, and I, <laughs> I mean, I think a compliment is nice, but like I don't vie for that, you know. I don't like to be mm-hmm. objectified per se, because I mean, I don't know, I don't like that. I've, I mean, I, some people do love it, good for yeah. them. Yeah, maybe maybe a year from now we'll be having a conversation. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'm not. It's something like I haven't really thought through, but it, I guess it may. Def- 
depend on like the level of objectification. Same, same. That's what I was gonna say. Yes, the, the yeah. level is important. Once the, it's like you're stupid, I'm like, I don't like that. That's I'm yeah, not that's stupid. Different. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not stupid. I don't think so, at least. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, if it, when sometimes some people like that too, and that's cool. But maybe like maybe like a, I think it's it's a spectrum. Yeah, the lowest <laughs> level is 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 it's kind of it's fuck it's very sexist. But the lowest yeah. level oh, of yeah. just being like. Oh, she's like not a dumb bitch, but like just when we talk about bitch, we were talking about earlier. Like, bitch. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. there's a little bit of that that I'm like, yes. Like, I kind of, yeah, it's not respecting, absolutely. but it's just like, yes. I like that dumb. I can see that. Like, it's it's sort of like, <laughs> it's it's definitely like escapism to a certain degree and a little bit of role play and you mm-hmm. know, yes, role play. Like, yes. yeah. it's fun. It's it it can be fun in that regards too. You know, it just depends on like the level of it. Because I mean, I've 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 gotten some that are like. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like, you know, some people are like, they just start off way too strong of just like, come, uh, I don't know. You just see, like, we'll post some stuff, like, just like, what the heck are these people trying to say? Like, they're asking for way too much. And it might work for some people, you know, shoot your shot. I respect that. But yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm just not looking for that. And I have it in my profile. I'm not, I'm like, not looking for that. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that, that type of stuff, I need trust. I, uh, I have to know the person first before they can just like throw that kind of shit out to me. At least for me, I'm just extra cautious about that type mm. of stuff. If someone mm. comes out the gates swinging with your stupid little <laughs> whatever, your stupid dumb cunt, and you're like, Excuse yeah, me? I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's that's not what I'm going for. I want to <laughs> like talk to you, get to know you a little bit, understand what brought you here. Like, I, I basically have my own like private cross ass uh, discussion with a person before I like think about doing anything with them just to kind of get to know them a bit yes very important yeah. very important oh of I course love that. safety's uh, first yeah safety safety is so important you know we talked you talked a little bit about the edm scene have you ever gone to like an edm like event or whatever dressed up as claire no you did though yes that's why i'm surprised I was, you didn't i so i never was fully out by that time you know like Ugh. i was kind of hidden i would love to go dress now like festival makeup is so fun yeah and like holy shit like i think one of the last festivals i went to before covid hit it was in florida it was hulaween and yeah it was was really fun it was during halloween i didn't dress up uh, we'll we'll get on this cross-dresser halloween thing for in a minute too but yes we will um, yes (laughs) the i remember being there and you know I, i wasn't really out to my friends at the time so like uh, you know, I wasn't really, I wanted to, been, it would have been really cool. That's like another thing. But I remember talking, like meeting this crossdresser there and like, we were just kind of chatting and stuff and they look great. And they were just like casually wearing some like mermaid leggings and they had like long hair and they, they were killing it. And I was like, I really wanted to like, it's like, you want to like be like, hell yeah, girl. But at the same time, I don't know. At that time, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to like bother them or like feel like I've outed them or mm-hmm, I don't know. I was mm-hmm. just being like respectful and stuff. But like, she looks so good, and I was like, hell yeah, you're you're doing great. And like, you know, I, it was just it was like nice to see that. And like, and, and I surprisingly enough, at least from my understanding, music festivals seem to be like very accepting crowds. A hundred percent, yes. Like they just don't care because like they are like one thing is like if you're on illicit drugs um which you know, um you know it's funny i've too. never done oh i've never done oh sorry I'll shut uh, up. <laughs> people 
from what I've heard, people are like, oh my God, what what if I'm like the most fucked up? And then you look around, you're like, oh, everybody's fucked up. Everyone's fucked up. Everybody's fucked up. No one cares. Like the last thought of someone's mind is like, whoa, what's that dude over there wearing a dress? Like, they do not give up. Maybe <laughs> if you're care. at, like, a country music festival. They don't but, care. like, electronic ones, everyone's just there to, like, have a fucking good time, and everyone's super supportive. Like, people pass out from, like, doing too many drugs or overheating, and, like, yes. immediately are met with, like, people being like, call the EMTs, and, like, you know. <laughs> yes. Like, there's so much support. Like, it's it's so cool, and, like, so, I mean, from my understanding, it's just going as, like, a, you know, guy it's a very strong culture of support. Now, if I did go, would I be able to wear a wig all day? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you could but like, but, fuck, it's hot. but that highlighter though, is going to catch that sun. You're going to yes. look so fresh and juicy. You look good. Yes. You know? like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to go to a festival dress. That would be such a fun time. Oh, sorry. I, I, I'll save my whole EDC episode for a future thing, but <sighs> One cool, of okay. one of my favorite things ever. Uh, I dressed as Cheshire Cat. Uh, my whole oh. outfit. Oh, so mm-hmm. fucking fun! I got so many compliments. They're like, "Oh my god!" I got like four photos from people. Everyone's so supportive. I was like, yeah. "What is this? Where am I? Why don't yeah. I'm not here all the time?" And then COVID hit, and it's like, "Oh, sucks." <laughs> um, oh, oh. But um, you talk more about. Let's talk more about cross dresser Halloween. So, have you done? Yes. Have you dressed up for Halloween? So mm-hmm. I've only done it once boring i uh, <laughs> in the past I, i've always known like i even like knowing like when i didn't dress i always knew that halloween was like the crossdressers holiday and every time that time came around i always wanted to dress up as something but i you know i wasn't out mm-hmm. of the time and there's a lot of shame and so you know i didn't do it but i would dress up as something else and you know i like the idea of dressing up for something and like like you know an event it's like super exciting the planning involved like ooh, if we're gonna have like this type of event what should i wear this and that you know even for halloween i'm like okay what should i wear for halloween and you know sometimes i went as like this or that and you know i had some kind of inventive costumes and stuff um but like i never went out because my biggest and this was like all based in paranoia and fear was like i feel like if i did it and it might be like sounding like kind of pretentious but i would like i feel like i would be too good and people would be like questioning it and being like yo why the fuck you look so good where do you like where'd you learn this and i didn't have like a significant other at the time to be like oh she did it you know i didn't have like a fallback you know mm-hmm. my assumption was people would interrogate me at every corner you know mm-hmm. but i mean actually this last uh halloween um, you know, COVID, I had a small murder mystery party. We like all tested before mm-hmm. it, made sure everyone was COVID negative and all that good stuff. And like, I went and dressed as a little, little witchy, little witchy hoe kind of thing. Um, it was cute. You know, I got to wear black lipstick. Uh, you know, I wore a little, little witch hat, you know, it was, it was fun, you know? And that's like, kind of like the basic thing, but I definitely have like bigger plans this year. Which I, when I say that, I have no actual plans, but <laughs> I plan on dressing up yes. for something, yes. you know, as someone or something. So, you know, as as a pretty hot, a, a little hottie at least mm-hmm. baseline. Mm-hmm. Be the hoe again. <laughs> so I love, I love exactly. Mm-hmm. I could be a little witchy hoe. I could be. I don't know. I mean, I could be a lot of different things. You know, there's the the world's my oyster, and I get to kind of explore it and ha- have fun with it. So, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what I'll end up doing, but. You know, I, I I definitely want to dress up as some kind of, you know, pretty lady. You know, dress up as Claire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and Halloween this year falls on a oh no, it's a Monday or something. Stupid. Oh fuck. That's something. <laughs> well, then you just do it before. It falls on a. Isn't the rule of thumb for Halloween like Sunday. dress up before Halloween and after Halloween you don't dress up? Yes, or dress up all the time, like you. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, that's called. Isn't that just called cosplay? Yes, exactly. And I've done that too. Have you cosplayed before or not yet? Because you. No, I've not. I mean, what defines co- cosplay? Like, you know, dressing us as a character specifically? I think that's or like an... typically what it is. I usually was anime related, but okay. then it doesn't have to be because then you can dress as like a costume for anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think I was thinking actually about like cool uh, Halloween outfits. I think one of them was uh, I wanted to dress up as the main character from Midsommar just because it's like a very pretty dress. Mm-hmm. And like you get to wear a flower crown and Coachella vibes, yeah. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's fun. It's like a very pretty movie, as fucked up and terrifying as it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I thought that was like, and it's like horror, but like cute. I was like, I could do that. Or I don't know. I when I was younger, I really, you know, I watched Sailor Moon, and I think um, I always, and you know, I always resonated with like the tomboyish characters. I always like I like Sailor Jupiter, the one with the green Mm -hmm, one. mm She was just so cool. I just liked her. Same with like Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, like, yeah. I, I definitely was like, I like Buttercup. She's like more my vibe, even though the way I dress now gives me Bubbles vibes. Yeah, a little bit know? Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Bubbles, but I feel like Buttercup. Okay. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> did you have a lot of, uh, well, I was going to say you had your role, your role models, but like, did you ever want to be a character? Like, on TV or video um, game character or anything like that? Uh, I mean, hey, if we want to delve into, like, media, I yes. can talk about this for a bit, too. Who you want to be? Like, uh, you know, I think my first exposure to, like, something that was like, ooh, if I could do that, that would be cool, was, um, what the heck was it? Ranma One Half? Ooh, yeah, Ranma. You yeah, watch that? Um, mm-hmm. Asian anime. The person anime. Gets- yeah, yeah. Where they was it like? Is it cold water? They turn into a girl. Hot water? They turn back into a boy. Something like that. And then if was is the person turned into a panda? I forget. It's been a while. Oh shit! I <laughs> forgot about that whole thing. I just remember that part. I was yeah. like, wow, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, thinking about that and like. I remember that was like really cool, and you know, there's a lot of stuff through media, like all the mores of, uh, you know, is are the boy or girl? Those were like exciting to watch, um, and it was great because hearing your like, you know, uh, cross dressing in popular culture episode was really cool because I'm like, oh my god, this it brought back so many memories of like she, what was it, what was it, the movie with uh, he's the woman or that vh1 show oh it was a tbs show that was uh she's he's the man or she's the man he's yeah. she's the man because i was okay it was she's the man i was confusing it with uh, amanda mm-hmm. Bynes's movie she's mm-hmm. the man that was an awesome show and i got like super excited for that even i, I had to download that online because i never had cable so i had to like torrent nice. it and like find it and you know i love those i love those shows you know even though they were like i mean they were exposure for the time i think they did some positive things of just bringing exactly. it out there and true carry show with uh oh and his, uh, that his brother guy. that was a cross dresser mm-hmm. yes yeah and it was just so casual and that was sort of like my first like time seeing like oh he's dressed up but like or i don't know he she i don't know if they did really delved into pronouns per se but you know they were dressed up and it was literally nothing yeah. changed. Yeah. It was just normal. And I'm like, that's so cool. 
Like, I want that. I want to be able to like dress up and not feel weird about it. And I mean, I'm kind of living that life at yeah. this time, which is like yeah. super exciting. And you know, it's 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 just nice. You know, that's that's what I I hoped to achieve. You know, that was my goal. I mean, I mean, if you talk to me like, if you showed me a snip snapshot of my life now to me like even five years ago, I wouldn't fucking <laughs> believe it. Why not? Why not though? I'd be like, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff in media, yeah. you know. And do you do you think I mean, are you hopeful for a future because of how kids are today versus how we were like 20 years I, ago? I am. Why? Oh, oh, hell yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, so much more. There's a lot of shit going on, but like the discussions at least there's at least there's a discussion being had, and I can definitely tell there's like a generational shift on people not giving a shit about people's genders. I feel like kids these days are much more like, I mean, I've heard from a lot of your episodes, you know, people who have, uh, who people who are parents who have children and their children are always like, I mean, you know, is that a guy? Like, why would you call him a guy? I mean, I still use guy as a colloquialism. (laughs) And so it's, 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 uh, I think things are headed in the right direction because I mean, if you talk to me 10 years ago, I literally, like, I remember in middle school, I had a thought of like, I hope like one day I'll be able to like not feel so shitty about being a crossdresser or something or like wearing women's clothes or something, you know, like it used to be like a huge shame thing. And I was like, I hope that one day I could do that. And then like the whole, you know, little, little snippets of transgender media popped up, like uh, trans America came out and like, yeah. Uh, And then, you know, and and I kind of like delved on into the internet and I'm like, okay. And like, you know, things became more and more prevalent. It became more like, more more like uh well there's more exposure of it in media and i i know it always existed for like a long time but when you live as when you're a kid there's not the only media you find really is what is given to you or what plays on the television and maybe when the internet come out came out you can kind of find some stuff but like other than that it's like you know it's it's not it's not discussed about widely yeah but oh mm-hmm. actually i did um uh, my dad worked in Thailand oh. for a little bit, and so I got to go visit him. And I was like, "That's when I experienced the this is the Thailand's term, lady boy culture." I don't know if it's like PC, <laughs> I don't know, but that's what they called them there per se. But just trans women, and that was sort of like eye opening for me. Of like, that's cool. Like, I mean, it's not cool that they have to force resort to sex work and all that stuff. Like, that's not very chill. But you know, it's it's just interesting to see a culture where that exists. <laughs> of like you know just where it's like not like frowned upon or demonized or this and that and i thought that was like really cool and you know like it it made it it sort of opened my perspective up a little bit as well just like the little small things and then after like college or anywhere i visited i kind of try and seek out people who had similar understanding and just try to get to know people and learn their story and expand my understanding of it and how other people go about it yeah. as well. And look at you now. <laughs> You're doing amazing yeah. things. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm proud of you. I mean, you've moved <laughs> everywhere. I swear you lived on every, we've gone through every continent and you've lived there somehow or you've <laughs> it feels like, it. and you are a traveling woman. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited. Uh, I'm excited to be part of this community. I don't know what, if you want to talk a little bit about just the podcast Discord. I mean, you've done a lot. Yeah, the Discord's fucking awesome. Um, everyone on there is great. It's given me like a lot. Uh, it's given me an outlet too. Like 
you know, to be like, oh shit, like I, I want to discuss something. I want to discuss makeup. I want to discuss something else, this or that. There's, there's a place to discuss it. You know, there's a lot of, there's tons of support. Like, you know, us gals, we might just like, we'll chat about fun stuff, stupid stuff, silly stuff, you know, here and there. But like, when there's like a need for support, mm-hmm. we're, we're all fucking there. We're going to like, when it's like, when you need support, we'll be there. Like, we'll be there to talk to you. We're, you know, people have been really, really wonderful um, that I've met on this discord. And it's definitely, I mean, your podcast, I, I, you, I have to like applaud you because your podcast has given me a shitload of confidence in terms of like being comfortable with myself, being comfortable putting myself out there. And my mind's always like, how bad could it be? And then it usually isn't that bad. Usually, obviously, if you're like near like the KKK headquarters or something, (laughs) maybe don't go out, you know, presenting uh, differently or something. You know, safety might be more of a concern, like the Midwest or the South, that area. Those areas I could understand being like more closeted and stuff. But Northwest California, from what I've seen, it's pretty fucking cool. And I mean, I know there's like violence against trans, mm-hmm. like all over the United States. You know, just safety should always be like in the back of your head, but more often times than not, you won't get like assaulted. But be like a little bit mentally prepared for it, but you'd be surprised if you just put yourself out there a little bit more, is what I say. And shit, you. You didn't even need our confidence, girl. You were already out. You were, yeah, you were doing great. And we saw your photos. We're like, oh, another cis woman's back. You know, like, what is <laughs> born, you know, AFAB, assigned female yeah. at birth, cis hat woman, <laughs> just here to. Are you the wife of someone who dresses? No, I just hacked my way into the group. Uh, well, we welcome it. And thank you. I always end my interviews uh, in with the question of in a perfect world of cross dressing sexuality. And gender, what does that look like to you? Yeah. So for me, um, I would say a world where a perfect world would be somewhere where people can just kind of express themselves however they feel comfortable with expressing themselves and not having people judge that and not having people, you know, demonize people's choices of self-expression, you know, gender expression, this or that. Um, you know, I think that would be the best kind of world to live in. Just, you know, A, does this person want to wear a dress and paint their nails cool i respect it like (laughs) i don't have to sit there thinking hmm like but like how do they do it like no like just (laughs) like a perfect world is like that's cool i love it you know you do you and i respect it and i'm happy for you like that kind of stuff i don't i i I just don't want people i think the perfect world would, would be where like we've moved past like oh a man is wearing pink or you know like oh this person mm-hmm. a person who is assigned male at birth is like you know exploring their gender like i think maybe in some ways like this younger generation is kind of already embodying that i don't know exactly i don't have kids per se but from what i've heard from people that seems to be the case so like that's exciting to me so yes yes uh, are you public on instagram do you want to give any shout out to your handles or where people can follow you or listen to you oh yeah oh yeah i made an instagram um it is claire c-a-l-a-i-r-e dot connected and that's my instagram handle i just made it i have like a couple photos and come like my shit i'll probably maybe i'll just open the floodgates and make it public i don't know it'll be fine you know uh, my brain will say there's going to be some crazy consequences but reality is like it's most likely going to be fine. So, 
girl thank you so Take much care. we'll have Bye. you on again i love you girl love you love you so much <laughs> bye and finally the miscellany yes and that was part two and the conclusion of my curious convo with claire i loved how open claire was with me and i had so much fun and i'm just so thankful she came onto the podcast to tell her story and basically everything i love that she opened up about her sex partners what she likes to wear and shoot even that sex machine story which by the way one of the funniest things i ever heard can you imagine being railed by a literal sex machine while someone is next to you giving you the thumbs up fucking hilarious but hey if you enjoyed claire's story and maybe you can even top it with a crazy story of your own or you just want to tell me any story that's cross-dressing sexuality and or gender related well you know how to reach me email me giselle at crossyaspodcast.com DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or let's just chat it up on our Discord, because, well, as you heard, it's an awesome community there. Hey, Cross Yas listener, I just want to thank you and just say thank you so much. I just want to say thank you so much for putting up with me, and I'm just glad to have you here. You help make the podcast what it is, and I love coming back every week, or at least I try to, and make episodes worth listening to. But that's all for this week's episode. Remember, when it comes to your cross-dressing, gender, and or your sexuality. No one cares. So do whatever you want and wear whatever you want within reason and let me know what you need so I can help you succeed. And don't forget, if you're loving what you're hearing, imagine what it will do for someone else. So tell other people about this podcast. I'd love to help others not only with my story, but with other people's stories as well. And until next time, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.